welcome in uh, Coach Clay Hendricks from Furman. All we need now is Dr. Johns to run down in front of the student body and uh, and lead the Furman cheer. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool if we get that done. You know, it's funny, Phil. I turned around late in the game last week, and uh, I, which I never do or even pay attention. And uh, they had the whole the, the crowd that we had there. Somebody was leading the old FU one time cheer, so it was pretty cool. <laughs> I bet it was. Coach Clay Hendricks with us. For those of you um, watching our video feed on Twitter and on YouTube, we're running some highlights of Furman's win over Elon. Very impressive win over a good team last week, Coach. Uh, you advanced to the second round of the FCS playoffs, and uh, let's just talk about that performance against Elon. Uh, I guess you got the kind of home win that you wanted and the kind of performance you were looking for overall. Well, we did. I tell you, it started defensively. You know, I mean, obviously I had a 1,000-yard rusher, and you know, our goal kind of every week is to try to stop the run and make people one-dimensional and then try to get after the quarterback. And you know, a thousand yard rusher that I think he had ended up with thirty yards on ten carries. Um, I think we sacked the guy. We got four sacks, hit him a number of times, and so that's kind of really where it started. You know, when you when when you give up six, it's a little easier to win games. Uh, but we played. You know, I thought we played pretty well offensively. Probably didn't play our best, but we were we were efficient. Uh, Tyler Huff had a really good football game, and golly, we had a. You know, with the lead, we had almost a 10-minute drive in the fourth quarter to score a touchdown, and that's always good. I ever, the defense even appreciates that. So mm. just just solid all-around performance and, uh, you know, just proud of our team. Yeah, and um, it winning in the FCA pl- FCS playoffs, advancing and getting to that next round, I mean, that's, you know, it's it's every every week now is a season in and of itself. Just just getting back into the playoffs this year and then and getting a win and moving on, how did that feel for you personally and for your program to kind of get Furman uh, really back into the national conversation? Yeah, I agree. I mean, and, and I, to be honest with you, Phil, I'm not sure how we got hooked up with Elon in the first round. You know, I thought we were about maybe two spots from being a seeded team, and they were probably about three spots from being a seeded team, and somehow we got hooked up in the first round. Mm-hmm. They had, I think, four unranked teams playing each other. Uh, but, I, you know, after getting a win, certainly I think that only helps us, you know, going forward. Uh, it's not like we had played some good competition, been in some tough football games, and I, I think that will pay off for us going forward. Of course, uh, I mean, you you know this, maybe some folks don't. That was your fourth game as in the playoffs as Furman's coach, and you're 2-2. Two and two, and Both your wins have come over Elon. So now you've, you've got to spread your wings a little bit and beat somebody besides <laughs> Elon. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, what what's actually kind of nice is you know one thing about it's a little bit more like it used to be, and they've tried to regionalize a lot of our playoff stuff. But you know, you go play somebody you don't really know very much about, uh, no history with at all. You know, it's thinking we've been playing football at Furman for 133 years. We've never played a game in the state of Texas. Huh. Uh, really? We, we will Saturday. We will Saturday, and I think we'd only played one opponent from Texas. Uh, you probably remember the famous Stephen F. Austin game in the snow in Greenville in 19, I guess, 89. I was at that game, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, we won the national championship. I always thought 89 maybe was the best team we ever had. You know, we lost some key guys early in the playoffs and still almost won it. But, you know, but I, I don't know. It's kind of exciting to go play somebody. I didn't know as much about Elon. We had a little bit of a history with them. Uh, but, uh, 
you know, but now we we certainly got a big challenge too. But uh, but it's nice to maybe not have to go back through your conference, you know, through the early stages of the of the playoffs. Yeah. Talking with Clay Hendricks of Furman, what about this immaculate word team? Where in the world did they come from? I mean, I've seen them pop up in other sports. I guess they're pumping money into their sports program out there. What do you know about them from a football standpoint? Well, I think they actually started back playing in 2009, I think is what I read somewhere. Um, you know, and you look at them, and you know, Phil, the, the age of college football now, it's not real hard to kind of change a whole roster, and they're a roster full of transfers. I think I counted 28 grad transfers. They must have a really popular grad program out there that everybody wants. But <laughs> they got a lot of grad transfers, a really talented group. They got a quarterback that's, you know, they're leading the country in scoring. I think number one maybe in total offense. It is a true air raid team, probably around here, comparing to maybe what Tennessee's been doing this year, that, that, that style of play. They've got a quarterback who's played his seventh year of college football. And it's fifth different school, and I can't quite figure out how that's possible yet. Um, but he's had a terrific year, and they're a really talented group, and uh, they've been really good both sides of the ball. Um, I, you know, I, I think certainly our league has done a good job of preparing us for this. I think, you know, they've had a bunch of games. I think they scored over 70 a couple of times. And, you know, they don't mind scoring 28 points in the fourth quarter or um, – you know, being being up on somebody and lighting them up even more so. So they've they've scored a bunch of points, you know, and and they'll still run it. Um, you know, and it's nothing we haven't seen. Probably hadn't seen it. You know, you know, it's a little bit different what we see on a week to week basis, but it's something we've seen. And um, you know, it, it, it'll certainly be a challenge for us. Yeah. How do you uh, think you match up along the line of scrimmage with them both ways? Well, you know they're they're huge up front offensively, but they want to run it. But it's a, you know it's kind of a numbers game. I you know I spent that time at the Air Force Academy. I almost I tried to compare it to a little bit of triple option football. You know they always have an answer for you, uh, whether it's throwing it down the field vertically, whether it's throwing the quick screens. You know if you lighten the box, they're going to run it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think up front we match up fine. I think we played really well up front both sides of the ball. Uh, I, you know I think one of the things I see. A lot of people have made mistakes, turning guys loose. You know, that's the stuff we just can't do. You know, we got to make them earn, you know, what they get. Um, you know, and I think the same way. I don't think they've seen anybody quite like us, particularly offensively. You know, we have the ability to – we're pretty good rushing. You know, we're almost 50-50 run and pass and have a quarterback that's certainly – you know, Tyler Huss got 600 yards rushing himself. Um, so, I, you know, people talk, keep the ball away from them. I'm like, well, that's fine, but you need to score points. You know, I, I certainly don't think it'll be a 10-7 to 7 game. Um, but, you know, we just got to be productive with it. You know, I think it comes down to red zone, who can score points and score touchdowns. Um, so it, it's a it's an intriguing matchup probably for a lot of people. And, Coach, you had me curious when you mentioned their quarterback being in his seventh season. <laughs> so it's Lindsey Scott Jr. is the, the quarterback in question. And, yeah, it's his seventh year of college. He initially enrolled at LSU as a member of the 2016 class. It was a three-star recruit out of high school. Then he went to East Mississippi Community College. The junior college, some of our listeners may remember, was made famous by the Netflix series Last Chance U. Uh, From there, he ended up up at Missouri. Then he transferred to FCS Nichols State, where 
Uh, he is sixth in school history in passing <laughs> yards after just 18 games. He also had and he near- got. And- Go ahead, Coach. And he got a degree, and he got a degree from there somewhere in there. Yeah, he did. He <laughs> did. Uh, he also had 990 rushing yards, which led the Southland Conference in 2021. And now he's been averaging, helping lead them to 51 points a game. He's the country's leader in many different offensive categories. And I'm sorry, this was 51 points per game. This is through their first eight games of the year, so that may have increased since then. But yeah, his uh, his stats are. Are remarkable. Not not only does he have nearly four thousand four thousand yards passing, but he also is is fourth on their team with, or excuse me, third on their team with three hundred and forty two yards rushing and seven touchdowns. Yeah, they have they have a thousand yard rusher <laughs> on their team. They do, and you so, know. So it, it, it's like I've heard the term used a few times this week: video game type numbers. But you know, and I, I mean, quite frankly, it, it's a little bit of the pro, a little bit of the schedule, but. I told our team, you know, I, I don't care who you're playing. You know, if you put up those numbers, somebody's doing something pretty good. Uh, and they're also pretty good defensively. Um, so, I, I don't know. I, You know, they may do that to us. You know, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I'm pretty confident in our group. Um, I do think we can challenge. You know, one thing about I, this this group we've got is, is is been more one of the more fun groups I've ever been around. And, you know, they are a tough attack you hit you in the mouth kind of bunch and that's how we play and you know i mean we're going to go play that way and we'll, we'll see how it goes and you certainly we've got to we got to not let them throw balls over our heads and we can't make make things easy for them which i think that's been far too you know that's far too much of what's happened a little bit i think the i think the third place team in their league finished four and seven um you know they did have a win over nevada I think maybe week two is a little bit of a shootout game. But I think Nevada and the Mount West, I think they lost 10 straight to finish the year. So it's a hard kind of thing to put your, you know, grasp around. But, you know, it's an interesting scheme. A lot of people do it. Uh, probably a little more popular out that out that way. Uh, and then be able to bring a trigger guy in. Um, you know, certainly he's made them better. But I think they were 10-3 a year ago. Uh, and their, their head coach actually left and went to – Went to uh, um, Washington State as the offense coordinator. Mm-hmm. You know, so the, the previous guy was an air raid guy too. You know, so I think that's kind of who they brought in. Then they brought the transfer quarterback in, and certainly he's made a difference for them. Uh, but you know what? I, I think the old Paladins will be ready to get after them, and our our bunch is excited. We're pretty healthy. Our our bunch is pretty confident. We've played our best football really about the last month. And I think special teams will play a big part. I think we've been really solid in that area. You know, we lead the we lead the country and block. We blocked ten kicks this year. Mm. Uh, you know, so we've we've done some really good things. We 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 have a, you know, I think we've got two outstanding kickers, and you know, and so we, we've we've done a bunch of really good things. Well, this you know, we need to go play well. If we do that, we'll be fine. Well, I know you're going out there on a business trip to San Antonio, but you're going to visit the Alamo. You know, uh, Saluda yeah. native James Butler Bonham was a, a hero of the Alamo. He's a South Carolina native. You know what? I didn't know that. I, I've been there. I've been. I, I've loved going to San Antonio. I know when I went to the Air Force Academy, I had a chance to visit there a number of times. Um, I don't think I'll get a chance to do much of that mm-hmm. um, on, on this trip. Uh, you know, really, I told our team, really, other than getting on an airplane and going to Texas is not much different than you know, a typical road trip around here for us, and <laughs> you know, and if, if we if we win, 
uh, you know, we'll either go to Sacramento, California next week, or or we'll have a possible chance to play at home, you know, if the other team could win. So, uh, you know, it's a lot of good things out there to play for. I, I do think we have a football team that can compete with anybody. Uh, I think we've kind of proven that. But, you know, at the end of the day, don't, you know, Saturday's the only day that matters, and, you know, we're excited to go see what we can do. We wish you the best of luck, as always, and thank you for the time. We'll talk to you perhaps next week about round three. Good luck to you. That'd be great. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Coach. Coach Clay Hendricks from Furman, and uh, see what the Paladins can do. Wow. Going down to San Antonio, may have to go out to Sacramento, California next week if uh, they can get that win, and if the other side uh, determines that they go to Sacramento, to Sacramento, they will go.